cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hello, how are you? How are you feeling? Welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang, a courtesy of cliffcentral.com. And if you're tuned in right now, kudos to you. You know, it's nice to make right decisions in life and do the right thing. Man, doesn't that just feel so good? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out. And this is another edition of This Is Us. Hashtag This Is Us. And today I've got a guest whom, for whatever reason, she's <laughs> claiming to be nervous. And it's always the ones that claim that they're nervous who end up doing so well. And I was saying to her off air that, girl, we're just having a conversation. We're just going to be bonding and Connecting, nothing more, nothing less. So, Untatile Mukwana is here, and she is an experienced coordinator with a demonstrated history of working in the health and education education management industry. She holds an MSc in sociology from the, from UP. Shout out Tux, Tux alumni. I see you, girl. <laughs> uh, she's worked in the health and education sector, which has cultivated her passion for working with and for adolescent girls and young women. That's fantastic. She believes in the transformative power of social innovation and knows this will make great strides in positivity and positively develop. The African continent I love that I think that's so exciting So for the past five years You've worked in health And education in Africa And um, you've just done Amazing things Welcome Thank to you. Life with Lebang uh, Welcome to This Is Us And welcome to CliffCentral.com Thank you so much For this opportunity Absolutely I'm very happy That you can be here Because I know That there's so much That you do And I want us to try And get through all of it But first and foremost Tell us a bit about yourself And then after that You can tell us more About Shout it now Alright So as you've mentioned My name is Antadile And I'm born and bred From Pretoria um, In the township Called Atridgeville Oh Atridgeville Wanna Atridge Wanna Atridge Yes, so I think for me right now, I've just always grown up in a family where we were told to give back. Yeah. And that essentially cultivated my passion into in, in working in the NGO industry. Okay. And more especially looking at your health and education. Yeah. Um, now... Having been pr- privileged enough to attend, you know, uh, an English medium school and so forth, yeah. Um, I realized when I always got back home that no, you know, my friends are not as privileged as me, yeah. And therefore, it was up to me then to try and empower them in some way or another at, from a very young age to ensure that um, they're also getting the educational opportunities that are afforded to me or just almost thrown at me. Mm. So, if I am able to also give them access to information, for example, or just share a textbook with them, um, that would always make me happy. Yeah. And yeah, that's just been the work that I've been doing from. Since even before school Yeah, yeah. So, so it's always just been a part of you mm-hmm. Since you were young inside of you yeah. I think that's cool So it's the transition You know To growing up And then participating in this work Didn't really feel like Musebet you know? No It just naturally happened It's always just about Giving back to the community And that's what I've always grown up to do Yes Or be involved in I love that That's yeah. so great So tell us a bit about Shout It Now Because uh, I know that there's a lot That you guys do Particularly around the HIV and AIDS around young women and children. So, um, just to give you a little bit of background for for this is us. We basically have guests come and go every week, mm-hmm. and we speak to p- 
people who are, you know, doing the kind of work that you do, whether it's giving back to the community, whether it's empowering other people, just because like South Africa right now, you know, there's a little bit of like a weird, everybody's feeling kind of down and nobody really has a lot of hope for tomorrow. And I kind of disagree. I think there's like so much that can still be done. And I think if we shed more light on people like you and the great work that you guys do, then it should give the rest of the country hope that ah, there's still a chance. We can still do it, Southie. So tell us more about Shout It Now and the work that you guys do. Alright, so Shout It Now is a NGO that was basically started in 2007 around HIV, HIV prevention. Yeah. Um, and at that point in time when it was formed, it was basically just to tackle HIV prevention as a whole. Yeah. But as time went by, then there was a need also for, um, Shout to basically evolve and adapt to, you know, the social innovation and the changing times and so forth. Yeah. Um, and recognizing that, um, you know, Young people are always left in the periphery. Mm. It was important then that, um, you know, we try to make sure that any interventions that are being offered um, are going directly into the communities where the young people reside. Yeah. So, with that being said, then um, we started uh, offering our services in mobile units. Okay. Um, and we're offering your HIV, tens- HIV testing mm. um, as well as your PrEP, uh, pre exposure profit. Alexis, which is a pull which is to to prevent HIV. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now, as of late, we've also started offering your sexual and reproductive health, um, your family planning, your yes. contraceptives. Yes. And it just makes it easier for young people to access free, fast and healthy um, services within the community without actually having to go to the clinics, you mm, know. Um, mm. We do recognize that our clinics are burdened and mm. so forth. So um, for us to be able to actually tap into the communities and access these services or make sure that young people have access to these services in the community that's what we're all about yeah i think yeah. that that's so important because i mean it's no secret that healthcare in south africa well public healthcare anyway is you know it's not in its best state mm. and mm. not having access to private healthcare the the average South African yeah. it just it's a dream to be able to just go to Morningside Clinic and walk in and say hey can I get some help you just can't so I think this gap that you guys have identified and are ultimately filling it's so key it's so important just to be able to give people and it's like basic rights surely like a right to healthcare good healthcare yeah. am I asking for too much you know so I also want to just touch into a little bit about um you know GV, GBV because that's obviously a big Part of the country And mm. we are also now um, I think the 16 days are starting Today so, you know, it's, it's actually the right time to discuss, I guess, the link and really find out how GBV is a major contributing factor to HIV infection. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, just to start off yeah. on this topic of 16 days of activism. Yes. Um, we need to realize that gender-based violence, um, it affects us all as both men and women, mm. but it disproportionately affects women and children. Yes. Um, it's systemic and it's deeply uh, rooted in institutions, in our day-to-day life, in our culture, in our politics. Yeah. Um, and it entails just now the unequal distribution of power that we're continuously working to, 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 to tackle and, yeah. and, and battle as a society. Now, when looking at how gender-based violence is a major contributing factor to HIV, um, 
these are mutually reinforcing um they they are mutually reinforcing yeah so the presence of one makes the other worse and sure. and vice versa mm. and with that being said we can see that women are disproportionately affected by gender based violence because society tells us that women are less than men mm. that men hold the bigger decision making power mm. um for example this plays out in your sexual relationships where women are able to negotiate or take power uh, of the health decisions that um to protect themselves yes, you know yes. and it, it basically then puts them at a at, at a higher risk mm. uh, another example that i could give you is a simple thing that a woman uh in a violent relationship uh with her partner uh who's not being faithful yet won't wear a condom mm. she decides that she wants to maybe take up prep yeah, and she can't disclose that to her partner because if she discloses it to her partner, she could get beat up. Mm. Why? Because then the partner will accuse her of cheating. Exactly. So those are the type of things that make it mutually reinforcing or that reinforce uh, mm. gender-based violence, mm. and then essentially HIV. And you know this this GBV conversation. It's you know, in as much as sure, sixteen days now we're all making a hoo ha about it. I do feel that it's like a three sixty five days because it, it's happening all the time, and especially in South Africa. And it's a difficult conversation to have, but we need to get real. We need to have like open dialogue about it. But how how do you think we can go about really? Having these conversations safely for the people that, for example, are victims and also offer solutions for them. All right. Um, I think at the crux of it is really doing some introspection as individuals uh, to reflect on what we can do to internalize and and sympathize really mm. uh, with the survivors of gender-based violence. We don't call them victims, we call them survivors. Yes, you're right, yes. Um, and there from there, we are able to then make meaningful contributions once you've internalized and sympathized. Mm. Uh, you mm. may not be directly affected, but you may know someone who For has sure. been in that situation. So our approach really needs to be uh, an inclusive approach that targets society both at a grassroots level mm. and also at a high at a high level um whereby the message is not lost in between institutions at the top your government NGOs such as us is shouted now mm. um, You know other partners As well working uh, to tackle Gender based violence to see how Interventions really reach people mm. Dialogue for me Works a, a space where You take it for granted that people Understand what gender based violence is Some perpetrators don't even know mm. That they are perpetrators so yeah. really Having dialogues to make people Aware uh, of what gender Based violence is that it's not just Physical yeah. that it could be Sexual, it could be financial, it could be institutional, it could be your what we see the you know the the things that say that you know what women some cultures believe that women are supposed to be beat up, yeah, you know yeah. people still think like that, so opening those safe spaces for people to discuss such topics, yeah, those are the avenues that we need to 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 visit, and I think another thing is that we need to recognize that there's response and there's prevention, okay, response basically then speaks to the services that aim to support the survivors, so strengthening those 
schools and making sure that um, there are resources in your, let's say, your tutuzela centers mm. or, or places where women can run to and young girls can mm. run to when they are in the situation. Um, and making sure that there's enough stuff, there's the capacity for yes. them to be able to, to access those services. On the prevention front, it's really raising evidence-based uh, awareness about uh, or against uh, gender-based violence. So promoting life skills prog- programs and these dialogues that then allow people to speak and get educated on yeah. the importance of of knowing what gender-based violence is. I, th- I know that, uh, shout it now, you guys have already started addressing some of these issues um, and you've already began, you know, these said dialogues that you like and that work in your <laughs> opinion. What are, what are some of the results that you're seeing? You know, what's the reception been like from um, some of these survivors, some of these perpetrators? Just in general, do you think that it, it, the results and what you're seeing is what you guys wanted? We're on the right path. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're on the right path and there's really no one answer to to tackling these issues. Yeah, but I yeah. think at Shouted Now, what works for us is also being able to have younger staff who can relate to the youth. Of course. You know, at times you may find yourself in spaces where if you're working with older people, you feel that the stereotypes and judgment being yeah. cast upon you. So when you're in a space, uh, if you come onto our buses and there's young people uh, who are servicing you, you almost get relaxed and feel welcome because mm. it's almost like a or a brother a yes. peer that you can who relates to you yes. as a young person. So insofar as then our interventions are concerned, um I think at a crux at the crux of it is ensuring that we are using young people to I love that. To access the, the, the woman. Yeah, that's so dope. Like you know when you walk into a place and then like Kemakriza yeah. or like as a super <laughs> super old person you already yeah. know that oh I'm about to be judged. Yeah. I can't speak English because they're gonna ask me, you know, they're gonna think I'm better than them. There's just so many like different layers to having to deal with an, a much older person, mm-hmm. particularly like an, uh, a, a person of color who's older because, you know, we all know those yeah. stereotypes and sadly some of them are true. So when there's a young person, it's almost like this is refreshing. You know, you feel a bit more comfortable because as a young person engaging with a young mm-hmm. person, like we, we relate to one yeah. another. So I think yeah. that's, that's really cool. I want to know a bit more about AR Komokel and I know this is a new program that you guys are, are soon going to be launching. You know, what does it stand for? How does it work? And, um, you know, what are the resources it offers? I mean, speaking about young people, AR Komokel, you already know that it's yours. It's yours, it's honey. Yours, girl. It's yours. It's yours. Girl. Yeah. Okay. So AR Komokel is a new membership only group. Okay. Uh, exclusive to adolescent girls and young women between the ages of 15 and 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually launching it on World AIDS Day on the 1st of December. And basically what this community or Membership only community uh, allows you to do is it's 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 promoting and celebrating young women taking charge of their healthy lifestyle. Wow! Um, and by this, what we're trying to do is ensure that more young women are empowered to to take up health services mm-hmm. and to get informed about the decisions that they are making. So now when. When you join Eyakumo Girl, uh, you have access to information, you have access to services, and a marketplace that allows you to get rewards. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll speak more about that in a second. So basically, um, you will be looking at whatever services we're offering at Shout. So your HIV testing, mm. getting contraceptives, getting your PrEP, 
just speaking to a social worker, um, yeah. you know, through our gender-based violence program, yeah. you are able to get points for that. And also then, um, if you're accessing a life skills program, part of it is that you have to access a life skills program, mm-hmm. um, through, through community media trust. Um, and with, when you go through the sessions, then, um, we you go through a graduation basically oh, that's you're lovely. celebrated yes. um for for that yes. so now yeah sorry about this so now we decided that as shout um a lot of the the young women will come you know will inform them about our services and so forth yeah. um but sometimes they don't come back Mm. You know, they'll come back once and then it's just like, oh, I'll see it another day. Mm. But the other day may be too late. Ish. You know what I mean? Mm. So you come, you get your prep, you go. Next thing you need to come back, uh, you don't come back, you've made excuses. The next mm. time you actually want to come back, you may find yourself affected or mm. infected with HIV. Mm. So we are trying to encourage young women to actively be aware and make sure that they are accessing these services on a monthly if yeah. it needs to be And also providing them now with this new uh, app We have an app called the iShout app Which is also launching on 1st of December Lovely um, And this is where young women can also just find information On health and life topics um, Information on our services mm. And also track uh, our services And other, you know, where we fall short So if let's say they would be needing in future A skills development center They would be able to know in their area yeah. Where, you know, where to access a skills development center or even where to access our bus. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that is really what Eyakuma Girl is about right that's now. That's nice. I think that's exciting. You know, like a, just a, a place where girls can get information yeah. and just feel safe. And uh, I've noticed in the past couple of days or weeks that this term safe space for women, it keeps uh, appearing. So it's nice to see that, you know, uh, organizations are really actively participating and yeah. making them happen, you know. So where where can people go to find out more about Shout It Now? How can people get involved and just participate in your guys' great work? All right. Um, so you can reach us through our phone or WhatsApp. Um, mm. Our contact number is 087-135-8989. So 87 8989. Yeah. And you can also visit our website, which is www.shoutitnow.org. Um, and those who really wish to support or donate to us, um, you can also then just reach us at www.shoutitnow.org forward slash donate. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing with us all the great work that you do. I really hope that uh, your work spreads because I know there's, you know, there's communities everywhere in South Africa, in every corner of South Africa that could benefit greatly from what you guys are doing. Yeah. So thank you guys for everything you're doing. I wish you all the best. First of December, AR Komogel is <laughs> launching Komogel. officially. The app as well will be launching. So go out and support. Shout it now. And yeah, don't stop. I think don't stop what you're doing. Don't stop. Um, there's girls and boys and men and women out there that need people like you, that need you to, to help them to get to a, a bigger and better place. So thank you, Ntatile, for your time. 
Thank you. And thank you at home for listening. You know, as, as we do every single week, we literally put you in touch <clears throat> with, with great people who you should know about. So now you know about Shout It Now. Don't say I never left you with the good information, the good knowledge. And this is us. And this was Life with Lebang. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for always picking us. And I hope you go out there and have a fantastic day. Cliffcentral.com.